0: Welcome to Think Orphan, the podcast for orphan excellence. A real talk with real people navigating the global orphan crisis. Let's join our hosts, Phil Dark and Rick Morton. All right, welcome again to the Think Orphan podcast. This is Rick Morton, your co-host, along with with my colleague, co-host, friend, author of In Pursuit of Orphan Excellence, Phil Dark. How are you doing today, man?
1: I'm doing great. Thanks for the bio. Um,
0: <laughs> hey, it, it, this is hey, our season review show. I figured I needed to pull out the stops.
1: That's true. And, if you know, and I appreciate that. And just folks out there, you also know Rick, he'll never say it, but he is, you know, the author of the number one bestseller in some category, Orphanology, and also No Orphans. So, you know, and I, I'm just, every time I get on this You know, recording with you, I just in in awe that that you said yes, you know, to (laughs) this, and that I can do this with you and share. You know, in this, it just really is. It's just something that I'm. Come
0: on, man, silly, Phil. Tricks are for kids, man. Come on, like you're embarrassing me. So anyway, like anyway, folks, this is me and you, man. This is not about books. This is not about stuff. This is about uh, about two friends who love to. Uh, love to hang out, talk with each other, but also are really serious about, uh, you know, God's That's heart for the orphan. Right. And, uh, and, and we, we joke around a lot, but I, but seriously, I, 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 appreciate you as a, as a thought leader and as a brother. And, uh, and I really appreciate the invitation to come and, and do this and, and be part of the season and get to co-host with you
1: yeah it's been a blast and you know and we we do joke about a lot and uh, but at the end of the day I think that that's what makes it you know it's, it's what we need to be doing together not just me and you but all of us you know the, to bring you know levity to to really serious things sometimes is very necessary and helpful um, particularly some of these conversations we're having that are difficult some of these you know I was just talking to somebody about it the other day as far as civil dialogue it's so helpful to just kind of bring it back to, Hey, this is just between people who are, you know, hopefully uh, eventually wanting to get along and hang out, (laughs) like you know? Right. And, you know, and if we're doing that and then you really think it through that filter, you go, Hey, maybe I'll try treat this conversation a little differently than, you know, going in just, Guns ablazing, right? So anyway, um, this is the season review show, as we've said a couple times already, folks. You know, it's not going to be the typical that we've done, where we go through each episode and talk through everything. We might, we'll definitely bring up some of the episodes that that hit us differently, um, and and really that that stuck out to us. But right now, I just want to share with you a little bit. You know, we're going to take a little break after this episode, um, and really just kind of figure out how we can. I don't know if it's a revamp or if it's just tweak the podcast to make it more effective, to make it better for you out there for better, for the listeners to make it, uh, really helpful to the practitioners, helpful to the people who are the thought leaders who are thinking about all these issues. Um, and also there's a, you know, something we're working on. I've mentioned it a couple times, but it's a, a collective, um, of trainers and coaches and, and, uh, And consultants and and mentors around the world to hopefully make training and equipping more uh, accessible, more affordable, more effective for all of you out there. Because I know there's some people listening to this show that are really, you know, they're in places that that training and, and best practice equipping is just not accessible, and so the hope is we can do that through this show, but then take it to the next level. Because I know there's people out there who have said, hey, you know, um, this show is great. The book was great. But we really don't know how to apply it in our current situation. We need someone to walk alongside us to be able to do that. And, and the reality is, me from California, here in the United States, I'm not going to be nearly as effective as somebody in their backyard That can walk alongside them and know the culture, that can know um, the the intricacies and the nuances of their going on in that particular setting. So that's really what we're talking about doing with Collective. And I want this podcast to be able to complement that and be able to really be something that can—and I think it already has been and already is— but we really want to just take a step back and figure out how can we do this even better than we already have. We almost have 140 episodes under our belt, which is crazy to think about. We were in over 100 countries, which is amazing. But you know what? We want to make sure that we're not just doing it for numbers. It's not about the numbers. It's about impact. It's about how can we do this better together um, as organizations, as individuals. And so that's really what we want to take a step back in the next few months. So if you out there have ways that you know, you can make, you know, that we can make this better. You know, we've already had some people give different uh, guest recommendations. Several of them have been on the show already. Several of them I've already been able to contact and, and have them waiting in the wings so that when we are ready to revamp, we can, I can get those interviews done. And we have several other interviews that are already waiting to happen as well, but we don't want to do those interviews yet until we're able to know that they're going to be aired relatively soon. So they're not You know, there's nothing that's out of date that, you know, by the time we, we, uh, release the, the interview. So, um, like I said, please give us your input. Please give us your feedback on how we can make this better. How also the things that you think are great that you think we should keep doing. We do listen we do very, very much value your input. You can do that at info at You can do that on you know Facebook comment, send us a message um, via Facebook, uh, and you know those are probably the best ways to get us to get us that input. So, so with that, Rick, you know what what were some of the kind of the highlights for you over the course of this uh, this season?
0: Man, well, you know I think uh, we started pretty strong out of the gate. Um, you know, with Caroline Leaf, and uh, and just really one of one of the the influential thinkers in uh, in the world as far as uh, you know brain based science, brain based research. Um, so many implications for what we do in orphan care, for what we you know what we understand the the damage of of trauma, and neglect, and uh, and, and adverse experiences with kids, but so much hope in, uh, in, in just what we, what we're able to know about brain plasticity and, and, and really how we can, you know, how we can move forward. And I, I think, um, you know, I hope that we will continue to, um, you know, listen to Dr. Leaf and others and, and that our, that, you know, that our practice is, is going to increasingly reflect um the the kind of cutting edge things that uh that people like her bring to the table. You know, we uh I've I've talked with some of our staff. We we've actually taken some pretty big swings here recently at Lifeline and um in, in moving forward in some educational ministry initiatives to to help uh adoptive kids, help foster kids and, and a lot of it's based in the work that you know that Dr. Leaf has done and um, just really kind of being convinced that in many cases we're still using you know 19th and 20th century methodology to to deal with things that we have a you know a 21st century understanding about and and so I, I would I would say to our listeners um, like press in there deep read you know read her books um, be a consumer uh, pay attention to the footnotes and go a little bit deeper because there's some there's some real gold that we can find there for um you know for helping uh orphan and vulnerable children
1: no absolutely and i and i think that that's what i one of the things i loved about this season is yeah we started with caroline leaf and that was a fantastic interview i really enjoyed that interview and i've loved reading her books and the stuff she brings to the fore is just it's it's stuff that i ne- i like when i first heard it i had no clue what she was talking about and now it's becoming something that not only do I understand, but I'm, I'm applying it and I'm practicing it in my life, you know, and to really be able to, you know, see how the brain is, it's just, it's when you read scripture, knowing the brain science, um, it's fantastic to be able to, um, to be able to understand these things is, is just something that's so critical. Um, to the work we do, but I think also to this just understanding ourselves, understanding ourselves as husbands, understanding ourselves as wives or mothers and fathers and, and friends and and just how we can take care of ourselves so we can be the best for those around us. We started with that, with someone who's on main stages around the world, who is speaking so many places, who is a thought leader, in in her space, she is just a genius in this in the neuroscience area. But we also, and this is the part that I love about the show, is we are also able to introduce you folks out there to people that most of you probably had never heard of. These are people that are not gracing the main stages of our um, conferences, and some of them are doing breakouts here and there. But most of them are just guys and you know men and women that. Rick, you and I know and have gotten to know and they have become good friends and just amazing people, but they're doing their work in ways that are changing lives, and impacting lives. And they're able to, I love that they were just able to share their hearts with us and with our I mean, with our audience that we could able, you know, we were able to talk about it afterwards, but at the end of the day, like they're able to just share like, here's what we're doing. Here's, here's how it's impacting lives and here's how, we, here's how we hope it can help you to do the same. And that's really like the, the I mean, when, when we started this podcast, it was like, that's what we wanted. We wanted to be able to share with each other things that can hopefully help each other be better and make it just real practical and tangible and not un- you know inaccessible because it's just too far out there or just oh well they're so and so so therefore you know they of course have all the money in the world so they can do whatever they want that's not the idea the idea is you know we're all struggling together in here we're all in the trenches together and you know most of us don't have these massive budgets that we're working with it's it's really just saying okay how can we use what we have to do the best possible work we can do and that's what that's what I loved about this season that's what stuck out to me was that these are just you know normal everyday and all of us are normal everyday people but I mean everyone in the world is but these are just people that are doing it as well as they possibly can and hopefully sharing with each other what they what we can
0: learn from each other yeah absolutely you know I, I think uh you know just some of the some of the little gleanings along the way I mean we uh you know, it was it was great to when Aisha and and David came on, mm-hmm. talked a little bit about their work, but but just really, um, you know, so so thankful for for Aisha's um, just careful um, theological approach to bringing the church along. Yeah. Um, you know, I think about Bruce Kendrick and you know Bruce's heart for for kids in their own community and the way that they're leading Watermark. I was. You know, again, Bruce and I really share a heart um, for for seeing us move out in the work in foster care to uh, to ministering to f- the families that these kids are coming from, um, to trying to see family reunification and believing that the church is really the key to that. Um, you know, Randy Daniels, obviously, who's a mm. you know who's a just a you know a long time. Um, Faithful, impactful servant um, with the work that you know that he's done at Buckner and 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 the way that um, you know that he's led that ministry uh, from his seat for many years. I mean, it's just uh, it, it's it's amazing. But I, but I think you're right. You know the the idea that that none of none of the folks that have been have been guests on this podcast, that you and I, you know, none of us are are exceptional. We we're we're just people that are serving in. Um, you know serving in the midst of of a need and trying to be obedient and that we serve you know we serve an exceptional God who um, who uses us together well um, to accomplish great things so absolutely
1: yeah so you know I I think that yeah, this season was like, I mean, and let's face it, we've, we've been incredibly blessed with the, the guests we've been able to have on the show from start to finish, you know, and, and the conversations we've been able to have that are, that are real to be able to have people come on and it's not, you know, patty cake questions. It's, it's some deep questions that we're, that we're tackling. It's some, it's some real difficult issues that we're able to tackle. And so, you know, that's the, you know, that's one of the things I look forward to continue doing for as long as we do this show. That's one thing that will never go away. Um, but also having civil dialogue as we've talked about, you know, we don't agree with everything these guests say, right? There's things we might disagree with. There's nuances that we don't agree on together. Um, and, and that's Okay. Right. Like every one of these people that I that I know and I've met in person, which is 98 percent of our guests or probably 99 percent of our guests at this point. um, They're all friends. I mean, like they're all not necessarily friends with each other, but they're friends like they're I can call them friend and we don't agree on everything. And that's okay, Right. And we talk about that on the show. But I want to make sure I say it over and over because that is so important in this work we do. Cause I've heard way too many times people kind of, you know, shrug when I say a certain name because they, they believe whatever, or they think this or that. And it's because it's just simply because they disagree. But the fact of the matter is it's a brother or sister. It's someone that you, you know, that, that you likely agree on 99% of the things in the world with that person, maybe not 99, but a lot, a whole lot more than you disagree on. And I talk about that a lot because it's something that I believe is critical to us continuing to be able to work together and collaborate together, which we've talked about is critical to long-term success in loving orphan and vulnerable children. For sure. So, you know, that's, that's just that's the heartbeat that, you know, like I said, you know, if I, if I'm going to be a one trick pony, I think that's a pretty good trick to have. Right. So I, I, I maybe have a few more tricks than that, but if that's the drum that I keep beating and that I have no problem continuing to beat that drum. So, so yeah. So, you know, I think that, We could talk on and on and on about all our guests, but we're not going to do that in the show, probably because we just wanted to, the show really was to, for us to just kind of wrap it up of the season, which I absolutely love the season, but I want you guys to go back and listen to the the different episodes because every one of them was, were so good. I mean, just the people were so, just so, so much good information and content that I I don't want to. Give you a cliff's notes here, and then have you think, oh, I don't need to go listen to the whole episode because he just told me. So go listen to him because you know we're not, it's not about numbers, it's not about ratings, it's not about any of that. We're never going to be a you know the the top podcast on whatever. I really believe if you're listening to this today. You need to listen to those episodes. And if you haven't already, if you have already and you don't really remember it, go back, listen to them, see what you can learn from them. And really listen with a learning posture, not with the posture of, oh, I already know what this person believes. So I'm just really listen to with a learning posture. So that's that's my that's my encouragement to you folks out there. So with that, I want to ask you a question, Rick, and this is just something that I. I was thinking on actually on my drive over here today before we recorded, I was like, I want to hear this from Rick. And I'm sure other people would want to hear this as well. In all this work we do and in the conversations we have, whether it's at the conferences or, or just, you know, you know, working every day in, in your office there in, in Birmingham or as you're on a, at another conference or whatever it is, you have people come up and go, Hey, hey, Rick, you know, What's your go to book like the the book that you recommend more than any other book out there in this work that we're doing um, and just in our lives as as Christian human beings? What's what's the book you probably recommend more than any other book
0: um, out there? Yeah, I think, Phil, it's um, it's probably a little unconventional. Uh, but the the book that I find myself in ministry circles, um, both in orphan care and just in general ministry circles, uh, recommending to people over and over and over is an old book. Lots of people have read it. Uh, it's it's called In the Name of Jesus by Henry Nowen. Um, comes out of a, a series of lectures that uh, that Nowen gave uh, in Washington D.C. Um, toward the end of his ministry, and and he had. You know, it had this incredible career, had, you know, taught at Notre Dame and other places. And and then uh, but this was after he was, um, you know, working in basically in a group home with um, with with mentally challenged adults. And, you know, and so he he tells some wonderful stories in the book about, you know, that he that he went from this so-called place of significance as you know, as an eminent professor and someone who, you know, who people looked to and hung on his every word um, to working a group, working among a group of adults whose most significant question to ask him was, are you going to be home for dinner tonight? Um, Mm. and, And just the reminder, you know, that he, his lecture, he sort of traces through the temptation of Jesus and kind of Parallels the three things that Satan tempted Jesus with, and and said, you know, that we as leaders today have very similar, um, you know, temptations. The temptation to be spectacular, you know, to do things that are that are showy and and do things that are for you know public acclaim and and for. Um, for public recognition and, and to do, you know, to do, and, and, but, but he says, you know, but like real ministry most of the time is not really spectacular at all. And and the fact is that, that it, that it's mundane and it's ordinary, um, you know, the, not only the, the temptation to be spectacular, but the temptation, um, you know, to, to be, to be successful. And so, you know, this idea that, that we, that we set up, you know, benchmarks of success and, and kind of, um, you know worldly marks of success and that um, that, that in you know in many ways that, that that maybe you know Jesus wouldn't have been successful in the eyes of of many people um, but we but we know the impact that you know that Christ had both eternally but but even even physically in, You know, the spread of the church, and then, but it's not just to be successful or to be relevant, but, you know, but but this idea to be, uh, or or this idea, the, the third one is to be relevant that you know that we sometimes in ministry we chase our tails in order to be the people that are on the cutting edge and to do things that you know that that are that are culturally relevant and do things that are you know that are focused on you know making a difference in the here and now and that the truth is that most of the things that we've been called to do that are worth doing are things that we've you know that that the the call's been consistent and 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 as christians we have to realize we we pretty much flirt with irrelevance all the time that to, you know to to, to walk and follow Jesus is, is irrelevant. And yeah. it, it's just, you know, it's one of those things I picked the book up, uh, very first in seminary, you know, 30 years ago and, uh, and, and have not, um, you know, have if, if kind of not ever gotten away from it. I bet I've read it a 100 times and, uh, and have recommended it to, you know, person after person after person um, as, as a way of just kind of being a sieve to filter um, kind of who we are and what we do through a, through a right perspective of who we really are and what we really can do and, and our need to depend on Jesus when we're doing things in his name
1: yeah man that's uh that's good stuff yeah and i uh i as you as you talked about that i i literally pulled my copy of it off my shelf that's been sitting there in my to be read shelf in my categories of books uh and i'm gonna read it because and it's like it's literally like an eighty long.
0: page book and you know it has like big kindergarten type in yeah. it. you can you can read well, it um, i mean it doesn't even make a good short flight book um, Yeah, and, right. you know but you can really kind of you can read it quickly but but to go in it and kind of feast on it and and dwell over it and 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 wrestle in it it can be a it can be a really short book that you can spend a really long time in
1: right no and that's that's fantastic that's that's so good and it's something that i I look forward to diving into so well, Rick, do you have any uh, any thoughts to kind of close us out as we uh, as we finish yet another season of Think Orphan?
0: Man, just really continually thankful for uh, for all the people that we're able to. Intersect with and and the people that God has has called into this realm and and the fact that we get to we get to do this together and and get to walk in community and it, it's an incredible privilege to you know to interact with the folks that we have as as guests here but uh, but really you know love to there there are a lot of folks that we we will never interview um, on the podcast that we will never have public conversations with that we have private conversations with all the time that are, um, that are encouraging, uh, just stellar obedient servants. And I'm, I'm just really, really thankful, um, that, that God has, has given a front row seat to us for that and, and has given us the opportunity to know so many of you.
1: And I agree with all that. I'm, super thankful I just want to thank everyone out there uh, who is listening thankful for the uh, the people who have been engaging the conversation you know who you are out there um, and I mean obviously everyone who's listening is part of that but especially the people who are really engaging um, through you know your your conversations with others by talking with others about, Hey, you got to listen to this episode and let's talk about it or, or engaging with us via emails or just conversations, different ways. That's so, just so grateful for that. Um, and I also want to thank, and we don't thank him enough. He is a guy that, uh, this, you, you would be listening to a very, very different audio recording if it weren't for Paul Blackman, who is our producer Absolutely. and does so many other things to make sure that this pod cast is more than just you know Rick and I or me and Karen or, or you know um, you know Kelly Stewart or, you know anybody else who's been on the show the guests as well we would sound very different and it wouldn't be coming together there would be nothing other than just kind of us talking in crackly uh, recordings so thank you Paul Blackman for making this thing happen and making it sing as they say so you know I just, I'm so grateful that that we get to do this um, because I do know it is making a difference. I just got an email the other day and I'm just going to end with this um, before we we close it out. Uh, I got an email the other day from a woman who just said, hey, Phil, I just want to share with you that the interview that you did with Kim DeBlakecourt inspired me to start a ministry, uh, in Ethiopia to do basically what she's doing. I was trying to figure out how we could do something like that. And that interview inspired me to be able to start, you know, a ministry and gave me get shaped it. And it was like, that's amazing. Think of how many lives are going to be impacted by that because we were able to interview a woman who's doing amazing things and has an amazing heart for God. And she could share it, and it was just right for that one person. That alone makes it worth it for me. I don't know about you, Rick, but it's like it's so stinking encouraging that these things can happen by just simply us being able to have conversations with people. So, what do you think about that, Rick? And
0: then, then we'll absolutely, absolutely, really, really, really thankful, um, and and thankful for everyone that's out there listening. Keep in touch. Keep up with us on Facebook. Um, and, and we will, uh, we will be back soon.
1: Absolutely folks. So Rick's right. We will be back soon. It will not be next week, but it will be soon. And you know, in the meantime, folks, take everything that you're learning, go back, listen to all the episodes you haven't listened to, listen to the other ones again that you have listened to and take it all and use it to help you understand how you can love orphan and vulnerable children better and better each and every day. Thanks a lot.